I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, hello, leavers and believers and everybody else, every combination, passes by, people who accidentally tuned in, join in our conversation. It's all about leaving Hillsong. My name's Tanya and this week we have another major figure who has had to end up leaving Hillsong and that's the matriarch of the organisation, Bobby Houston, and it's been a haphazard set of events. Now, when I started season two, I was like, what are we going to do? Are there going to be enough stories? And now we're really overrun with people talking and ideas and responses and information and documentaries and all kinds of things. So please bear with me as I attempt to get back to you and answer all the messages and conversations and Things that need to be done, we will definitely get there. So, and stay tuned on social media for updates as I attempt to get through all the stuff we really want to get through this season and attempt to talk about so many different things that are impacting people now. So, uh, hang in there. Then Grace got to wondering what had changed. <sighs> since the last thing had changed and the last thing had changed. So, yeah, and we got to wondering what that meant for everybody else in the family. So here we are. Let's have a talk about these family ties in the house of Houston and uh, keep leaving Hillsong. Here's Grace. Hey, Grace. 
Hey, how are you? Good, good. How are you? How's your week been? I'm good. Pretty busy. Pretty yeah, full busy. on. Busy times for everyone, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Most of all our uh, family of focus at the moment. And Hillsong there, yeah? We've got a few updates for everyone. Um, where to start? Yeah, where to start? Maybe at the start of the week or what's the most exciting thing we've mm-hmm. been I forget what happened. reading about? <laughs> oh, we had the Sunday psychologist and... Yeah, so last Sunday they Hillsong Gang took a, a different detour from the usual pray your depression away kind of uh, strategy and brought in a psychologist. Yes, that's it. What do you make of that? That's your field? What did you say? Yeah, well, I watched it a bit. Um, I didn't get to finish it because there's too many things to do in a week. But I, find, I found it um, quite interesting. I mean, great content in general, but, you know, a lot of psychoeducation really around pain. Um, and I found, you know, I was kind of, it was like they were talking about pain with a capital P. Um mm-hmm. And I was just wondering because it's like, what's the what's the thinking behind this? We know we know that I guess Phil's trying to care for his flock and things, but it just felt like it's like we're talking about pain and this grief, I guess, with everything going on. And he, he didn't specify what was going on in the church. He just said there's a lot of things going on in people's lives with COVID and yeah, personal lives, etc. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like. We're talking around the topic still and, you know, what is it that Brian even did do um, and why are we so sad about it? Yeah, it just felt like it was a real talking around, yeah, capital P pain and, and yeah, what is that? Yeah, no, but I found, I found it interesting, very, very basic information, those sorts of things, so very basic psychoed and a lot of connection back to the word of God and things. And I think Looking at her bio, she is one of the associate professors at Alpha Crucis. Okay. Well, yeah. Alpha Crucis is the accrediting institution that accredits Hillsong academic courses, yeah? So, yeah. And it's also a college and there's a, you know, it's a it's a close relationship and mm, there's... Very close. <laughs> Hillsong members on the board of Alpha Crucis and... I mean, I believe the chairman is still Mike Murphy, who was one of the original Hills Christian Life Centre pastors and who trained up Scott Morrison. And so there's lots of backs and scratching going on. But I guess she's not direct Hillsong staff. I understand Phil's making or attempting to make some positive changes. So the pastor's lounge or the green room has been shut down. That's no longer a thing. And... From what I've just been told today, Phil's the first person at church and the last person to leave. So he's uh, he's doing a total job. He's really trying to look after things. Yeah. Or himself. Or yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, I've heard that church is now boiled down at Hills um, to one service in the morning and one in the evening. You okay. know, they're not in their full array of, you know, three and a half thousand people etc it's hoping to go and have a look one one time you know we haven't really talked about the real stuff yet that's just what I keep going back to well nothing's been really transparent apparently there's I mean because there's a 
a whole lot of these, what I, I've decided I'm going to call them dumb donuts, like all these dumb donuts that just still say, well, really, we don't know what happened and, and there's nothing that's been proved yet. And it's, well, do you think they really would have gone to these, to this extent if there wasn't something substantial enough, you know, to, to go public and to make the decisions about all these changes with the Houstons? So, yeah, it doesn't feel finished at all. Well, we know time and time again they don't do anything until they absolutely have to. So, yeah, I don't know. I just keep thinking what what next. There's going to be more that comes out. Mm, well, the, yeah, they certainly haven't been very clear or nowhere near transparent, but they haven't even sort of been specific and given details yet. And I wonder if they think it's all just going to gonna go away the way things always mm. used to and let's I mean let's jump to what happened the last, last night. night yeah because yes. then we can kind of go down from there so totally yeah what what happened last last night Australian time was mm. uh, Brian Houston made a post which was of a text message that Bobby had received is that yep it was Bob it sent straight to Bobby dressed to and it said, there's a text message that, that says, Dear Bobby, I wanted to text to let you know I will be sending an email shortly regarding your employment. Please let me know if you would like to talk about it or if you have questions, yours faithfully, and the name's been whited out. There's a very tiny point at the top there, which could be an A or an M or something, and it looks like the message back says, I don't even have words to express how cold and callous this has all become, including this. And uh, Brian's comment was, here we go. After 39 years of exemplary service and extraordinary faithfulness and fruitfulness, this is the communication Bobby received from the Hillsong Church Board as she made is made redundant, effective immediately, through no choice of her own. This just three weeks after she hosted her 26th year of colour conferences, a total of 118 conferences around the world. She has relentlessly served God and served people and she stood side by side with me for four decades leading Hillsong Church, faithful in the good times and the tough times alike. And we are supposed to act like this is all okay. It's not. Our beautiful church is losing its soul. Mm. I mean, it's got to be Amanda. Is that Amanda Tay who's on the board? Is that Margaret? That's what people Ag- are thinking. Is it Margaret Agajanian, George's wife? Is that an M? Did he deliberately leave that point up to make us all wonder? No, and, he just looks like he scrawled that. Well, um, I believe that the first time he um, published that post, it had a few typos in it and had to be corrected and that nobody had actually uh, approved that technique and and you know I got a call just earlier today that the the more senior members of the AOG are livid that he's taken that approach that poor me victim approach I mean we only have to think back to Laura Lentz who lost everything and her employment yeah in in much the same circumstances and there was no mercy or kind of compassion for her uh, that's apparently a lot of what's going around is that you know a lot of people have suffered these same kinds of punishments and yet when 
when the same consequences that have been meted out to other people are coming back to the people who created the very structure, it's seen as, you know, terribly unfair and how could this possibly be happening? Yeah, I mean, you know, how cold and callous. Oh, I think there's a lot of stories all around the world where people have felt cold and callous about Hillsong-related people and leaders in powerful positions have decided the fate of somebody's life yeah, yeah, and the involvement with the place. So, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Well, it's happened to a lot, a lot of people. What I don't understand exactly is what her employment is because she runs two conferences, the Sisterhood and the Colour Your World thing. I mean, what else is her employment apart from being senior pastor, which is now Phil and Lucinda, it's very messy, but, you know, doesn't she just subcontract out those two businesses through the church? I, I don't know what else she actually. Well, I, what's interesting too, actually, talking about conferences, the church has also just announced that they're running two conferences three days each at the convention centre. Okay. Talk about a downgrade. Wait, so, sorry, so yeah. is this the annual conference in July? Yeah, and, and it's still like $330 or something per person. Oh, I just, it, wow. you know, talking about conferences, I mean, the fallout of not having conferences for so long, and mind you, it was pretty much online, Collar. We, I, was, I remember getting spammed by loads of emails about trying to last-minute book for Colour, which, again, we're going back to the same conversation. They knew this was happening. Mm, this mm. has not been a surprise to the BB crew. Like they, Bobby and Brian have known this since he was pretty much told he was on that probationary whatever yeah. agreement. And then, you know, but they were like, oh, yeah, but Bobby can still do colour, you know. But, of course, there was going to be a fallout announcing, a, you know, Brian is the one who announced the resignation, mind you. This is not. You know, and again, if if Bobby's on his her separate contract, his resignation doesn't necessarily mean hers, but surely, as if Bobby Bobby wasn't in the conversation when he handed his resignation in. I mean, I think he's probably just assumed that Bobby would be protected in all of this, but yeah, sounds no. like the the Bobby Houston label isn't as strong as. It How is anymore. She, what if was she just going to keep carrying on as if nothing had happened and what Phil and Lucinda on the side? Well, going back to conferences, it was quite funny uh, looking through um, LinkedIn the other day, just, you know, who still got Hillsong as their employer. And there was a girl who just got hired for conferences as a conference organiser or something. And I thought, wow, that's that's an interesting employment onboarding to take on in January mm-hmm. um, but yeah now we know conference is actually going ahead and then you know thinking about Bobby and her involvement and in, I mean she does Thursdays morning sisterhood um, unless she's traveling you know and doing her colors around the world which you know color London Kiev South Africa I mean they became touring preachers yep I remember years, not a few years in a row. Of, we just never saw Brian at Hills, you know. Um, Bob, Bobby was there here and there and they'd get her up to do the, you know, to do the offering message or whatever, but she wasn't around much either in those last few years. They were always overseas, you know, to assume that Bobby's still going to continue being the part, global pastor of Hillsong Church. 
what we're going to wait all year and she's still going to work on all the conferences. Like, I don't know. It just feels like a given that colour won't be happening in around the world. Again, and uh, have we made it about Bobby? You know, is she, you know, the avatar that that sells this? I don't know. It'll be very interesting if there's any other colours or conferences that come up through the air because she shouldn't technically be the avatar of that marketing event. Mm. And then do we throw Lucinda in there? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, does Lucinda want to run Colour Your World and Sisterhood or are they two separate I think businesses? she was. I always felt like it was two separate things towards the end. I mean, I mean, the conference is way more extravagant than even like Hillsong Conference was. I mean, the amount of gifts and the things they would do, and they were all great. But, look, people have spoken up very disgruntled over the years about the messages systemically that have been, um, you know, resounding out of Colour Conference and what Bobby has said over the years for for a while now. Now, I think I've been a bit naive to it simply because I don't have as much exposure to her teaching. But, oh, I just remember I used to joke with friends being like, you know, have you got your colour week week of outfits ready to go? It was like a fashion runway. It really was. And the boys just absolutely loved it. You know, they were all in suits and red roses and carrying on like that. It was, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. There was always red carpets. Well, they were like the welcome team and they Ooh. were all good-looking boys picked out of college, suited Ooh. up. Yeah, standing at the bottom of the stairs and they would walk you up if you really wanted them. Oh, it was just, what are we What are we saying here, you know? Wow. It was, you know, March. The last one we had, I remember being there and um, it was in City and I, I was joking around to friends saying, oh, imagine they made a mask for the gift. <laughs> And they did. And, you know, COVID was well and truly broken out in Sydney by then. Well, we just didn't know it. But quite bizarre feeling to think that's the last time we we probably will ever be seated in a in an auditorium like that for two and a half years. Um, and probably may, maybe mm. Bobby's last one. Well, I just haven't seen her filling the communion cups or, you know, spending time with the the regulars. So I just don't know what else she does besides these events so yeah uh, well yeah definitely Thursdays and definitely so look redundant to me and Brian resigning they had jobs they were not serving the church with their other incomes trickling through they clearly had a contract with Hillsong Church and at the end of the day it is a business it's an organization private private organization with its multiple funding streams you know, producing music, producing, you know, merchandise, merchandise and resources that go across the world. You know, they advertise about being the, you know, got the got the golden key to setting up your own church. You know, here's the kids' ministry, you know, curriculum. Here's the music to play. Here's the chords to play them with. You know, like they have everything. It's a take-your-home church kit, really. Yeah, and to get the special Hillsong anointing, you join up to college <laughs> and sell your soul <laughs> and sell oh, your soul. The, the nightmare stories that come out of this college with this such this heavy romance narrative that is hanging over everybody's head and it doesn't matter if you're not very good looking and hopeful that you'll feel depressed and if 
you know, you're one of the beautiful people. The pressure is so extreme, but it really does, you know, it's like a season of The Bachelor, the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh And all right, so... I mean, well, what was, time? What time was that even posted? I mean, if oh, if it was eight forty five p.m. on a what was it yesterday, Friday evening? That's like that's three forty five a.m. in LA. I don't know where he is. Oh, I think he's I'm back here. Assuming. It looks like he's back here. Okay, okay. Posting pictures with the dog. She posted oh, look, yeah. <laughs> posted videos. Bobby posted some videos the other night of the grandchildren just to corner that market and make them look so relatable and then she deleted a couple and said oops didn't mean to post those and it had Brian standing there getting his blood pressure taken over his suit jacket which you know I had suggested to me looks a little staged and also kind of throws in that like oh I hope he's okay his blood pressure's high or something you know so a bit of a sympathetic angle there it also just is just so not tactful. I mean, mm. my thing was like, why are you trying to tear down the board now? Why are you trying to tear down and, and then turn it into, oh, our poor church, it needs rescuing. Mm. That's how it feels like. Oh, we're getting attacked and how dare they do this? Like it's not tactful. Sending a text message saying that the details of her of her employment will be sent to her shortly but then Brian doing a massive piece on a blurb saying she's redundant. I mean, where's the proof, really? Yeah, it's there's all been about no the, proof still. The drama and not the actual substance. Hey, so yeah, like where's the announcement? Has there been one? Gosh, I better check my hotmail account and check that you know nothing's come through. But, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? It's just yeah, no, but like legitimately, because why hasn't then been this been announced the real way? I mean, this is all of Hillsong's thing is controlling the storyline. Brian sounds like he's just trying to sabotage that as well now, which I think is going to have grave ramifications. I think this is going to come out with more fallouts. Well, and again, it's got, um, there's a lot of disrespect to the elders, which I understand the elders are still sort of there. Uh, Some of them have resigned and, you know, their job isn't just to be nice to the people. It's the pastor's job to pray for the people and be kind and it's the elder's job to guide the pastor so everything's kind of back to front and upside down yeah just look who knows what he was doing last night extremely angry clearly you know trying to take the high road but really not looking you know at all tactful Um, again where's the PR you know thinking about the ramifications of this because this has now just gone all over the world and now we've got even more of an opinion of him yeah, and they barricaded more. in a room somewhere. Like, oh no, they're coming to get us, and it's not right. And I mean, that's it's it's um it's not a very respectful kind of honourable position to take on the way out the door. And uh, you know, I'm told that that's because it's finally hit home. This is it. You actually, it's you, God is finished with you now. There's none of this. You know, we're not finished yet. And it's over. It's done. See ya. And it's it's hit him like a ton of bricks. Oh, it's evident for me as well, they're mm. at breaking point themselves. Um, you know, even LinkedIn, it was weird. If you're an employee of Hillsong, you either have no bio or your bio has been like, it, it feels like it's been written out by some HR person and it yeah. has not a single message, mention of God or church or, you know, Jesus. It's just I'm really skilled in marketing 
you know, brands around the world and I've had global, I've been a part of a global brand that has done work in X amount of countries. Like this is the type of talk they have. Mm. And, you know, this is going back to what we were saying as well. Like, do they own you? You know, when you, when you work there, is everything theirs? You know, it sounds like Brian just still thinks he's the global president. I mean, he's not backing off from that. Mm. I mean, when you've, you've created and soothed that yourself, you've rubbed that out yourself your whole life, and all you've done is gotten bigger and more powerful, what now? When the beast is now coming for you? According to your own rules, and there had to, there had to be some. I mean, one of the things I think is so fascinating is that they've had no succession plan. And I had, I mean, I think it was Joel Bell for was a while. It, yeah, was, it was. was yep. to be handed to if you know. But recently, I think was it Brian mentioned that if you know someone had been hit by a truck, God forbid, Gary Clark would take over in the interim. But there was no succession plan, and. I understood the corporate structure years ago to be Brian is at the top and because it was I don't know, it was like this novel, a Jeffrey Archer novel, The First Among Equals, where just it was him and then everybody else. So there wasn't a plan, but, you know, we're, we're looking around wondering what's going to happen next. So usually in these kinds of mega church family systems it gets handed down to the sons right I mean we've seen that everywhere across these churches but we you know we're struggling to to find these sons at the moment do you know what the sons are up to the Houston sun <laughs> so Joel uh, is he on tour at the moment is Hillsong United on tour well they they just announced that they've cancelled that because their I mean, church is grieving and they need to come home apparently or whatever the storyline is it's just their, their church is grieving and they're a representative, they're a collective representative of the worship team of, of Hillsong Church. So I was waiting for that, though. I was waiting for that. I was thinking, when are they going to stop running away? Well, um, I There's mean, just too much that's happening. No, I mean, there's not much they can do to, um, I guess, contribute to the process that's happening here with their parents. But I heard at the end of last year that he was actually setting up this system where it was kind of like a ministry IOU was it I can't remember but Mm -hmm. it was about supporting all these guys that have been serving the worship team for so long writing music and singing and trying to make artists out of them as independents as gospel or secular Mm -hmm. whatever whatever they want but I I mean that for me was the biggest telltale sign we had already heard of quite a few pastors in the city campus and and with to do with Laura Laura's band Young and Free had departed as well and I just kept thinking here we go the cards are starting to fall so yeah so I mean Joel sounds like he knew what was as well and he right. thought he would do something to help his friends and it, it it was quite a um a wonderful story when you first told me that if he can I mean he he can't dismantle a system or stand up to that level of power but he can look after the people he considers friends by getting them to sign in an independent way so that they'll get their own royalties and they'll get their own income and um yeah that that their identity and their their skills and abilities have been recognized out externally of your song church I mean but we've known for years and years that if you wrote a song with hills 
you'd signed your royalties away. I mean, you still did get a cut, but mm. you didn't control the copyright. So it did not belong to you. You were contributing to Hillsong's copyright mm-hmm. and they own the songs. I mean, I don't know if people remember. I'm sure there's a few of us that will remember um, Victory. Oh, man, what a song that was. I mean, I remember this banjo and a guy singing it and everyone couldn't, couldn't get over how amazing this praise song was. But I found out later that, you know, we were like, when's the song going to get recorded? And someone in HMA was like, no, nah, man, the, the, the songwriters, had, they refused to sign it over. Okay. And Church was actually pretty pissed off at them for that because they knew how much the congregation loved it. But these guys were just too smart for Hillsong. You know, they didn't want them to take their song and they probably didn't care how famous it would get because, yeah. you know, they knew what were the ins and outs of the system at that point. And, again, you're writing for, the, for a product, you know, you're contributing to a product that they're packaging and they're, you know, marketing to the rest of the world and then selling under their name. Yeah, I mean, look, there's so much underbelly going on here. (laughs) I mean, what you knew back then when you first found out about that strategy of Joel's was that, you know, that Hillsong would look around and all these artists that used to bring them kind of infinite royalties with no boundaries were going to be taking those income streams with them and those are kind of significant moves, yeah? I mean, yeah, I mean, look, it's not just the house of Houston falling down. It's it's everyone else that was so tightly knit within it, you know. I mean, Joel sounds like he's probably done the right thing by some of the crew, you know. I, I, I don't know what to say about, about Young and Free or, or, you know, those mob that were kind of under Laura. But, yeah, you know, there's been a lot of crushing pain spoken of on those social media platforms well, too. Hang on. Um, so I guess, I mean, we haven't seen, it's, a, it's such a constant case of trying to find the pastor on the map that's supposed to represent you. But from what I understand, Joel and Esther Houston, his wife, moved from New York where they were posted to LA in about 2016. So they haven't really been massively pastoring the New York church for some years he's been involved in the band and it doesn't look like that he's come running forward to jump into his father's role yeah that that's vacant and then there's Ben the second son who was an LA pastor but has kind of um what dipped out of that for the last few years he hasn't been doing that he was on the board the Hillsong Global Board and has resigned this week, you know, in a kind of a supportive move now that everything's happening with the rest of the family. It's not appropriate, if it were ever appropriate, to have a family. Yeah. Board. I think that's where Brian was so reliant on Joel and Julia. And look, to me, it seems like people can't help but feel like that were they signing a D- NDA when they departed, you know, because. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I mean, look, he, he was a front and center for a long time. I'd love yeah. for Brian, uh, Joel to speak. I think it's not mm. Joel, Joel, Joel Abel. I think it's not fair. He's gotten away unscathed. Well, I'll ask um, him and ask him. He needs to come and talk to us because people will, people will speak about what's been going on for them. And if, if these bouncers want to go away and go and live in obscurity somewhere, that's one thing. But if they want to reinvent themselves, pop themselves back on TV and go, hi, I'm your new pastor, but we're just not going to talk about that 20 years. Yeah, exactly. It's not fair. It's not fair. And then, you know, like, oh, look, we we couldn't stay on top of all of, you know, um, going back to the Houstons, like Ben and Joel's whereabouts and whatabouts. Like it just was impossible. Like no one knew what was going on. And maybe that was probably why they left. There was a bit of obscurity in their life, living yeah. away and kind of wanting to live um alternative Hollywood-like life. But, I mean, they're just certainly not doing what we've seen in all the other families. Billy Graham, all of those families, Oral Roberts, Jerry Fowler, all those kind of famous families, automatically it goes to the sun and these two don't seem to be having their hands up, desperately wanting the role. But, but- then... Yeah, but then you've got Laura who's always stayed close to, yeah, and then, you know, she's always stayed close to the heart and never quite moved very far away. History's repeating itself. And Um, for a bit of background, so Laura, what, uh, Laura is the third and child and only daughter of the Houstons and how old is she now, what, 35 or something? 33, 34, yeah, 35. Um, she married a rugby player looking, was he a rugby player? Yeah, of course, he would have played rugby. Featured well, him. I mean, I remember that Brian was pretty thrilled that she was marrying a rugby player looking kind of guy. Uh, and they've had three children, which I sort of, you know, wonder how much these people get allowed time to spend with their kids. But they were running the youth department, what, statewide or Australia-wide for a while there? Yes. I think globally even the, they called them the young and free pastors when they relabeled the youth ministry okay. young and free after the band young and free. But the band young and free came. Then they did the rebranding of the youth ministry. So we no, no longer were Fuel, Wildlife, Powerhouse and Frontline and then right. joined together for United Nights where we would have Band United. It was now all about Young and Free's the new brand of youth ministry. Because United got its name from uniting all the youth groups, yeah? 
I think so. Yeah, we <laughs> used to call it. And I think it was Phil that was doing him as well. We called them United Nights. No. Yeah. And then they gave Laura the band and she was the lead singer for a while. Yeah. Yep. Lead everything. The mm-hmm. leader. They've they went on tour pretty quickly and they were trying to be a, you know, little, they felt they, they were appearing to be a really trying to be like this electronic party band, which happened to play Christian music and trying mm-hmm. to hit the secular. And then it just kind of bit turned into what we were singing at, at church. And that, that just <laughs> felt really weird. I was like, <laughs> For a Sunday morning, want to start playing some track and then add guitar <laughs> was really, I don't know. It didn't feel, it felt like it was a concert. But Laura's, had, I mean, Laura's had quite a lot to say since um, this all yes, started. Yes, she really has. And yep. Um, yep. I, I mean, it and is, it, it's, it's, it's sociological Disneyland, really, when you see this. <laughs> Brian put out a picture this week and it's it, he's sitting there and Laura's got his, her arms wrapped around him and it says, you know, this is my daughter loving her father and it just seems that that same, you know, daddy loyalty, daddy loyalty, which is what got us in trouble in the first place, Brian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there's lots of, you know, revisiting poems that she wrote on on her little secret garden thing which again was trying not to even talk about a thing about god it was too almost too forced but anyway now i don't want to burst anyone's bubble here but i was about 15 when laura was born and from what i can remember it was like oh yeah brian's wife's having a baby uh it's a girl so we may as well not even sort of really bother because he's like he's got two sons and i'm willing to acknowledge that that was the culture at the time that you know, oh really? Um, well, yeah, big deal. Like he he had a wife who had a, a baby girl, whatever. Um, if anything was going to happen, we all knew, you know, it was going to be through the sun. So, I don't yeah, know okay, okay. That story. Mm-hmm. yeah. Look, patriarchy was very is still very real in yeah. the context. Uh, um, and so it rem- is I mean, in the Bible. You got to remember, these were the days when I don't even think Bobby was any kind of pastor, or she might have been. No, you're right. She, she might come up and stand to hold his hand mm. when he prays or something mm. every now and then just to show their unified couple mm. under God. Kind of what makes it right now so interesting because it just kind of evolved from this is the pastor and, yeah, this is his wife and family to, oh, I guess she's a pastor too to, oh, now suddenly she's, you know, and employed and um, being made redundant and so all kind of changed but did it ever change well because she certainly didn't get any qualifications or anything she just kind of business grew uh, oh well god qualifies you god qualifies you the, and god uh, appoints you you know i mean and unless there's some kind of mail system that we missed or something or somebody's yeah look I, I heard i thought i heard laura and pete have been traveling youth passes for a long time so yeah. they were hitting the road, Jack, all the time, and I'd come every now and then back to back to Hills and they'd do their little session and they'd do their conference, you know, because we have Young and Free conference and then we have another conference, like everything, all the time. Yeah. So, look, that post to me just, what does it even say? What are you trying to say? Are you trying to, again, 
paint this picture like, oh, my beautiful church. I feel like Brian's just added to this and it's like, oh, my poor little church and what it was. She, all I've heard is she's not attending church at the moment. Well, Houston's aren't showing face. Uh, her husband, Pete, has removed any Hillsong material out of his bio on Instagram. Yeah, he's a gamer now. <laughs> Seems to be he's a, a gamer. Friend. Yeah, well, she just has Jesus as Lord. So, I mean, I think that's a real real push for loyalty. What's it called? Not pulling Well, rank? isn't she employed? So I wonder what happens well, to them now because they're, they're employees. Are we all on the payroll? Why aren't we all on the payroll? It doesn't look like anyone would notice. Oh, well, put a lot of people on the payroll wondered why are they on the payroll. We never had people in paid positions doing those things. Oh, man. There might have been an assistant that it's helped maybe their head pastor when it came to running loads of things, but that assistant also ran the youth side of conference and the youth programs and everything, and they, they were generally burnt out like crazy, but they could never say no because they had to be that working horse that, mm. you know, God forbid they, they quit and then who's going to take the role next because I'll never get that chance again. You know, oh, mind you, say. you know, there was that many nannies you're going to intern pastors old, but you're also going to look after their kids, like oh. pushing prams around. I mean, that was not a secret at all. Okay. It was evident, physically evident. I mean, you know, the kids would get dropped off, dropped off by a college student on a Sunday morning, signed into kids or conference. They'll be rolling the pram around. It's just, I couldn't believe it. And no, but it was a relationship. It's a relationship. You know, we're building connection and we, we're so close. With the interns. Now we're almost best friends. Yeah, like it was you were part of the in crew. You were in the in or you are in the out. And there was a lot of us that were outed. A lot right. of us. For what? I don't know. Just didn't want anyone who would at all where things, how, how things should go. So um, that's. So that's, I mean, you're a bit younger, you're a bit impressionable. What, um, what kind of similarities in influence do you see amongst these generations then? Because, you know, I didn't grow up alongside these ones, but. Oh, yeah. But, you know, they had already pretty much handed her sisterhood. Like there was, yeah, it felt like there was this more and more of a succession there already happening. Laura was always around. I mean, she was getting invited on the couch. You okay. know, she had him and she was preaching and teaching more. But there was this voice and it was the way she moved her hand and how she talked and none of it really felt like it was real. Like it yeah. just, it's regurgitated. It's like chewed up. It was like you have to keep, it was like word vomit. You know, you, mm-hmm. you read it, you listen to it. You apply it, you talk about it, you talk about it some more. It, it's almost like pathologizing the Bible, pathologizing God and just constantly talking about him in so many ways, you know. You know, you're just constantly going over and over and over again. I mean, seriously, I what just, are we doing hearing the same stuff just regurgitated? It's, it's well, I mean, I think the whole places like that it's it's just an interesting place that she sits in because like I'm saying not only did she's untouchable well not only did the air not turn up but the spare hasn't turned up and then 
you know, I can't imagine what it would be like to have those two as parents looking at you when they've already, you know, they've sacrificed so much for their own, you know, the further of their ego and their empire and their the way they see things, they've thrown their everything under the bus, you know, their legacy, their you, yeah, everything. You, 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 you know when something feels genuine. Any human being work, walking on earth mm-hmm. who's been long up, you know, who's been alive for longer than 10 seconds can feel something <sighs> that is real. Is she the product of what they made, what they've created? She'd grown up in this little yeah, hothouse, I mean, like she says. I mean, well, we knew she was just spoiled, you know. It just feels like lots of other old school 80s fire brimstone preachers and families who've grown up in church like myself where, oh, just, oh, we can just marry her off you know she'll be okay she'll be okay yeah we won't have to stress about it you know won't worry because she'll get looked after now and Mm. I was well don't worry I'll buy you also your first house at you know 22 and don't worry you'll be set up and it was in Castle Hill you know you know like yeah I mean she was looked after she was looked after and then she was given license to do whatever the heck she wanted look people would probably say she probably has changed in the last 10 years I would God hope so but where's the quality where's the substance you know when the store is someone's journey and their story that they tell breaks your heart and really speaks the essence mm. of who somebody is and then you have everything else that's out there in the world <laughs> so what do you think she'll you know, do what do we expect to see out of laws I don't know like I said no one's really thought about that question yet I think people have said oh Brian obviously didn't sign an NDA <laughs> but <laughs> yeah I mean who knows who knows I guess again the house of Houston I we're gonna have to see what happens to their contracts as well I mean look the board kind of can't be done yet they cannot be done there is more there's I mean and then I keep hearing all these different ultimatums so this couple says that if this and this doesn't happen then they're walking and if you know, every Houston isn't gone from that organisation, then they're walking. And you think, well, what is it going to really take? But Well, everyone keeps uh, talking about George, you know, big George. What about him? What about the board? Georgie. I know we've got updates with their, their revisiting the selection of the board and, you know, processes, except there'll be like, you know, the the pastor of the church no longer gets to choose who's on the board right yeah so yeah. phil doesn't get to choose but um i mean we don't know who it has to be the board the chairman is who's running the board at the moment and I mean, all i can tell you is if you watch that royal commission footage of all of these guys testifying george agajanian is the only person who can manage testimony in a witness box without looking like he's completely out of his depth and a fish out of water. So, you know, between him and Nabi, the former owner of um, the Gloria Jean's Coffee, they're the only kind of business people there. The rest were these kind of outer space pastors. Um, So you've got to wonder who's actually clued in and, you know, making decisions and who knows what's going on. Can I just read something I've found? Oh, my God. You know, we're like talking about the Hillsong newsroom. <laughs> and we're like, why did they yeah. even call it a newsroom? The Hillsong newsroom, Hillsong Church is a growing community of people from all walks of life that love God and love people with Jesus at its centre. 
our newsroom provides a ledger of helpful information for those who call Hillsong home and for those who are interested in pursuing truth beyond just the headlines. Isn't that just so interesting? Hillsong Mm -hmm. Church also believes in a free press. What? And we believe it is to everyone's benefit when journalists report the facts without bias or agenda. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think bias or agenda can't go, can't be removed from journalists and reporting. But anyway, everyone has bias. Anyway, while we are unable to respond to every inquiry we receive, the newsroom serves as a central hub of factual information. In the spirit of transparency, we are committed to releasing the full questions and answers from all interviews in which we participate in. Whoa. We will post them here. Whilst we fully understand that some questions we receive may be uncomfortable, we embrace the opportunity for openness to actively participate in public discourse, especially when it comes to the life of our church and congregants. We gladly welcome the opportunity to engage with ethical journalism that values the publication of fact-based information. (laughs) Isn't that just the cherry on the cake? Very interesting. Right. Is that us? Yeah, that's it. That's all from the newsroom. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, at brianchouston.com, you can get 40% off all merchandise. There's a few T-shirts and hoodies and um, dog tags out there. Oh, man. Um, I found that pretty funny. So they're on sale, so you can go down there. Where will I wear them? I mean, (laughs) really? I'm not too sure. Oh, Christmas is a bit far away. Yes, that's that's that. Then I um, I did see yeah. he has. They have posted the dog a lot this week, and the dog is called Lido. It's a golden retriever, I think. Um, a very blonde this dog, and looking quite loyal and quite adoring me. So I think I think there's a big future for Lido as well. I'm tipping. Yeah, yeah. Lido could have his own, well, own Instagram account soon. I think he's going to be a board member. I'm all about pet therapy and animal therapy in general. It's really great. I mean, soothing anxiety. But (laughs) Brian, it it appears Brian's bounced back into the country. And, you know, instead of making some kind of silly post like, what a beautiful country I live in, or it's so good to be home or something, he puts a picture of the dog up and says, he loves me. So, (sighs) really are doing some scraping. Uh, a few more board members as well this week that left, um, but I can't remember who. So we'll just um, keep everybody updated in the proper newsroom then, won't we? I suppose. Yeah, we should. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, we, we will. We'll reconvene next week. Yeah, beautiful. Is there going to be more news? Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> See ya. Thanks, Grace. Bye. Bye. And so we're back. We had we had just gone our separate ways pretty much when another letter turned up from the world of Hillsong and this time it was from the board and there is a little bit of growing dissatisfaction as to who are these people, how are they making these decisions, what are their actual names, what are they doing. But um, we'll get to that and... Grace had been raising a few concerns after we had talked yesterday and so we thought we'd just throw a little bit in at the end here before go much further and have a look at what happened next. So what happened next, Grace? Well, I think it was around 8pm that I found out 
only a few hours later after we had met to record the podcast. So this letter's come in and it says, Dear Church, you may have heard the news of Bobby Houston departing from her role at Hillsong Church. We wish to provide you with some information that will help you better understand what has led to this. P.S. We've just, you know, on the back end of that podcast, we've just spoken about the news, the newsroom. So it's quite ironic they've jumped back in again. So they said, as you are aware, on Monday, the 21st of March, 2022, Brian resigned from all roles and duties from Hillsong Church. This required the board to initiate difficult and challenging conversations with Bobby regarding the transition in her role as co-global senior pastor. That's a tongue twister. Given that Brian had resigned and was no longer working for Hillsong Church. You've got to wonder why they say this required the board to initiate difficult and challenging conversations with Bobby. It just seems to go along the same lines of very kind of passive-aggressive saying it but not saying it things that this whole culture is based on. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I mean, I guess they're making it apparent that it was tricky. Didn't need to, to say to, that. Didn't yeah, need exactly. to quite like exactly. that. Exactly. Whoever they didn't need to confirm or deny anything, to be honest, because really the, the, the person who texted was never really bounded. But anyway, Bobby has served God in Hillsong Church faithfully over several decades, and we thank her and honour her for this. The impact of colour conference on women across the world will be felt forever and into eternity. And she is and always will be loved. Again, this is us just going back into this. What was her job? (laughs) Sounds like it was just colour. But anyway, then it says the board members from Hillsong Global and Australian boards met with Bobby and Brian on Monday, the 28th of March, 2022 to begin discussions regarding separation of their key roles and responsibilities. Now, wait a second. This tells to me that's a whole week later. So that says to me that Brian threw the resignation card and then they've managed to be like, hey, hey, we need to have a meeting and discuss all the finer details, which probably comes with how much money they're getting paid and look, a redundancy package for Bobby. I can't imagine what that is. Now, does that look like a resignation or does it now start to look a bit more like you're going to resign, aren't you? Because that would be nicest. Well, exactly. And Mm -hmm. all we need to do as listeners is go back and actually go back to some of these previous podcasts or even just read the letters for yourself of Brian addressing the church in um, last year and addressing the church at the start of the year as well. It, It it makes all those letters seem like a complete lie. There was always stuff bubbling below the surface, but anyway. What was this whole thing on Saturday night or when was it? Sorry, on Friday night of like, oh, no, how could they do this? It's gone all cruel and callous. Yeah, they've exactly. Been, they've been in talk since the 28th about yep. what they both do next. Yep. Okay. And then this process has continued and there is more work still to be done. My assumption there is with the other Houstons, to be honest. Our desire has been to treat them with grace, love and honour. And at this meeting, we acknowledge the importance of publicly recognising Bobby's dedicated service to our church and the cause of Christ globally. Here we go. We then committed to work with her to communicate this to the church. Now, this is just me saying, look, they've attacked. We're now defending after this meeting, Brian emailed the church to apologize, take responsibility, and thank the people of Hillsong Church. He also indicated a strong desire to continue in ministry with Bobby in the years ahead. 
Uh-huh. That's interesting. What is he trying um, to say? Yeah. I mean, what is the actual board trying to say in this section too? Is he trying to say Bobby, like Brian's really keen to get back into serving with well, Bobby once she's once he's done his time? I don't know. And time if- doing what? You know what I mean? He's the one who's resigned. There's no succession program here or rehabilitation program. He's resigned. That's it. Yeah. So anyway, then it goes, yesterday, a follow-up email was sent to Bobby from a member of the Australian board outlining the redundancy plan, which was part of our discussions at the prime meeting. God, I would love to know what that plan is. Love to know how much money is Australian, on the table. Australian board. So we're looking at Australian board people with a pointy first initial. Yeah, yeah where's the global board and all that? Before the email was sent, the board member sent her a text message to offer the opportunity for a phone call after she received the email. That's quite standard procedure. The desire was to show genuine care and open the opportunity for further discussion. I mean, this is just a HR tactic. That's what they do. Tick box. Brian responded by making his feelings public on social media. This has been interpreted and reported that the Hillsong Board made her role redundant by text, which is not correct. Look, I don't think people thought that at all. He was trying to jump in and tell the story himself and manipulate it, which we all know wasn't true. It makes complete sense that the board met with both of them and has been in discussions and then she's just, you know, FYIing, let's have a phone call. You're going to see you receive the email shortly. When it comes to things like this, I mean, HR or investigative departments within an organisation, they could take days if not weeks. So then, you know, they might give you a timeline or in two weeks, but sometimes it gets spread out much further. So it's quite normal to send a text message to an employee. It's been 10 days. Is this the first time that people or a board or someone's come out to say that, you know, he said something that's clearly not correct? It's an interesting little move as well there on the, on the old yep. chessboard. Hmm. And, then, and then it says, as we are in a season of transition within our church, this is always difficult and complex, as well as being emotionally strenuous for all. We are mindful of the deep sense of loss and grief that will be experienced at this time and the challenges in planning a way forward for our church. Again, our, we, who are they talking about? Who does this church belong to now? That's the big question. This isn't from Pastor Phil and Lucinda. This is from no, yeah. And we, it's been very clear that that's been that's been made in the past. That he doesn't get to control the board or detect who's on it. So the board is practicing externally of the pastor. Anyway, the, the last section of this letter says this is a very heartbreaking situation for all of us at Hillsong Church who are so honoured to have ministered alongside Brian and Bobby. We know that God has their future in his hands and at the same time we are relying on God's guidance as we plan a way forward for our church. We're saddened by Brian's public response and hope that he and Bobby will understand the heart behind the decisions that are being made. That just says naughty, naughty. The goal was to work together with them and keep the church safe in the process, not to hurt anyone. That's really interesting too. Sounds like they're saying, look, this is what all we were trying to do and they've deviated from that. Our focus is on health in this season and to allow our church the opportunity to enter a new season while acknowledging and honouring the past and all that the church family has been built on. 
oh, I don't know what that's all about. That's all about. Well, where's um, the culture change? Where's the fixing everything that's gone wrong? Where's the calling out the abuse? Where's the retraining? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's that, the upskilling? That's about those challenging conversations they had when they were like, but we built this place and you can't just wipe us out of history and stuff. And so they're like, okay, no, no, we're going to honour the past. We will, we will. The past. Yeah, exactly. You are great. The past is great. Let's do that. Going back to please continue to pray for Brian and Bobby and also for our church. Again, going back into that line of you, all you can do is pray. Just well, pray. You gotta don't gossip. What's don't be F? critical in your thinking. Don't question things. Just pray for us. Oh. As always, our pastoral team is available to anyone who would like to support with what qualifications. That's what I like to say. But then it's signed off as Hillsong Church Global and Australian Boards. Oh, so nice. That's everybody. That's just everybody and some people and not sure. Well, as mm. of when? Is it, I mean, is it as of that day? That's okay. Okay, jokey. Uh, mm, so what now? <laughs> well, I mean, you're right. Like, what? who are these people? And as of when? And guess I'll talk to you in a few hours then yeah <laughs> when something new comes in it's yeah i'd love to know what's happening in church because it's happening right now so i guess we'll have to just wait and see yeah i guess I guess so talk to you soon they sure know how to keep people who aren't even in the church on like the edge of their seat as well it's yeah cool. we're on our toes now constantly all right talk to you bye yeah. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.